Vital Educators podcast is hosted by self-development coach, investor, and renowned educator, Ahmed Saqib. Ahmed will speak to fellow educators, young professionals, ordinary people like you and me about their life choices that allowed them to become successful in their careers. He will also delve deeper into the psychology and their perception of success, the good, bad, and the ugly. For young students, he will discuss techniques to help you with your learning and development. Ahmed is committed to helping you determine what you want to do in life. He will share his own life experiences of self-discovery and self-realization that has led him to launch this venture. So this podcast is for anyone who wants to know more about various paths to becoming successful in any profession or passion. Hi guys, it's Ahmed here from Vital Educators. Uh, so in this episode, I sit down with an IT professional and uh, we discuss how he manages his money. And by doing that, how has he become a savvy, active investor? Uh, again, I apologize for my part of the audio uh, as it's not the best. Uh, this is the second part of the podcast. In the first part, we discussed how his education has led him to become an IT specialist, basically. If you haven't listened to that already, I'd encourage you to check that episode out. That's episode six on this channel. Uh, I would also request that wherever you're listening to this, please go and give me a review as it helps with the algorithm and more people can benefit from the information that I share on this channel. All right, so let's get into the episode. All the money that you earned, right? Yeah. What do you do with it? As you like, you just spend it? Uh, I am not a spender. If you ask anyone I know, I'm not a spender. I love I, I love my friends. <laughs> Everybody who I bring on my podcast, I don't want to spend money. No, we don't Obviously, they're all brown people, so they yeah. don't want to spend any money. Okay, tell me. Uh, yeah, we just, right. we just love spending, like saving money, man. Of just love. So you just save money? Uh, no, so I um, so actually like I do a bit of stock dabbling here and there. Nice. Um, I invest in various firms. Interesting. With with some research. How did you get into that? How, so oh. you decided, oh, I've got a couple of money sitting in my bank account. What should I do with it? So what actually, happened? like, um, actually, thanks to my dad because he he actually started it. Like, he did, I didn't realize what he did with my money. Like, he um, so with so while it's in my placement, like he like he's seeing my bank account. He's be like, oh, you you know, you can do some investment. Just put it in like in a fund somewhere, okay. and then your money will grow. I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. Then, but he secretly did it anyways. He was like, he just <laughs> forget this guy. Yeah, he Listen just put his money in my bank. You don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I, probably I did. Like, he just put in money, like investment. And he just told me, oh, I just yeah, I bought this uh, this investment fund for you. Just keep an eye on for it. And yeah. And, and so what did he buy? Talk to me. He it was just a general. It was one of those uh, tracker funds. Okay. Nice. So he just so but it was tell, tell us tell us people who are not listening who are not very investment savvy. Uh, okay, What's right. A fund? So a tracker fund is generally you can invest. So you have. I won't. I won't explain this very well. So you have to just of join course, me. Uh, uh, of course, like I did before about explaining what cloud is. And yeah. So, so yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So you a tracker fund is essentially like investing in a stock market. So you have various things like the FTSE 100. If you know how it's the FTSE 100 or FTSE 250. Financial Times um, S. Freaking hell, I don't even know what that is. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I'm, I'm so yeah. So if you so if you have no idea what a stock, stock exchange, that's what it is. Yeah. Stock, yeah. There you go. I'm Thank idiot. you. Okay. There you go. We oh. get there. We'll get there. Uh, yeah. So essentially, you're in. So rather than, so the the uh, so the FTSE 100 is just made of several big companies. So rather than investing in one company from that, you just invest in the whole thing. Okay. So it so you make your money based on the whole thing going up or down. Nice. Essentially, that works. So what was the fund called? 
I cannot remember at oh, all you don't know because what, I've okay. sold it off. I sold it off uh, a year back. So, okay. so back. let me let me repeat that for somebody who's not understanding that. So FTSE is Financial Times Stock Exchange, and uh, it has obviously has different rankings. So it takes the top hundred companies and invest. He or or I actually I would ask you this question: What platform did you use to invest all the? It was to do with. Um, it was actually like I bought it along with. Uh, Barclays because they uh, they offer like a smart investor account. Okay. So I originally that fund was with them. Okay. But then eventually I moved on to Hargreaves. Lansdowne. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now yeah, I have obviously yeah. got those uh, people with uh, coming with me, of course. So yeah. you're saying that so yeah. what, did they offer a specific amount of return to to your money or did they also say that you could lose money as well or. Was it like a fixed return that they offered, or no? They didn't. I mean, it, it, like as you, you know, you can't, they can't guarantee anything in the end. You know, they they have this big thing in the terms of credit. So hey, you know, regardless of what you make money or not, we are not responsible for it. Okay. You put your own money on your own risk. Okay, essentially, that's sense. what. So what what return did you get from there? Um, I'm I think sorry I did. For I, asking very specific questions. I think around ten to fifteen percent. Oh wow! Yeah, that's very that was good. that was quite good. So, honestly. so every hundred pounds was returning fifteen pounds or, or ten yeah. pounds for him. So, if you had thousand pounds, it'll be hundred and fifty pounds on top. So, all you had to do was just leave the money in there, and the money was automatically growing. Is it? Oh uh, yeah, pretty much every month or per annum, wasn't it? Per annum, per annum. Per annum. But still, I mean, look, yeah, that was still pretty good money. Imagine if you had hundred k sitting in. Oh, you would have. Yeah, you're buzzing because you're yeah. making ten k, fifteen k, definitely a year. This is a basically a basic salary for an, more than an intern. Exactly, definitely. You, there you go. Yeah. So you you had enough money to pay for an intern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. that's 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 fantastic. Okay. So why did you decide to take your money out of that fund? Um, it was. E because I started noticing it was just starting going down. Like there was no specific reason for me. It just. Because I think that it was just starting to lose money. How like every often were you seeing this? Like every day? Uh, <gasps> oh no, 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 no. It was, it was, uh, I think it's a bit, I think it's like every week I was looking at it. Because at one point I never looked at it at all. And then I started looking into more and I was like, hey, I'm pretty sure I had more than that. Okay. And I used to look another week. Hey, what? So I lost. you a bit of a nugget. Yeah. Markets will always go up and down, but in the long run, markets will always go up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Did you know that already before? No, I, so when I sold it off, I was not that uh, tech, I was, did not know, I was not, I did not know that. Should, see, this is the time we should have met because I would have given yeah, you some yeah, sort of advice yeah. on that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, over a 10 year period, markets will always go up. Go up, okay? yeah. Okay, so if you want to, I know it's, it's kind of silly, why, why would you want to keep your money tucked away somewhere else? Mm. Uh, uh, for 10 years but my question would be then why would you want to spend your money and just lose it all out yeah. you know so so if I was to say let's say you have 100% of your salary coming in how much of that is going into saving and investment as investments percentage wise um, right so I invest about I think so I invest about uh, at least about 300 pounds every month I love it Still, um, I yeah, respect I still that do. very much. That's the golden, you know, that's the golden. Yeah, I know that. I Because I was reading so much on this and everyone's recommending you at least have to have just some, just just go into anything, just you know, rather than spending it, just put it into investment accounts. So Hargreaves Lansdowne was, the reason you chose Hargreaves Lansdowne, if, you, if I understand correct, because we've spoken about this before, is because then you could choose exactly what company you want to invest yep, in. Yeah, definitely. Rather than investing in all, in all the all the top 100 companies, yep. you've decided to invest in specific companies. Correct. Yeah, I did, um, yeah. 
and uh, and for that you realize that that wasn't going to be a passive investment that's going to be very active, very active yeah okay so explain to. that to us so wh- why did you make that decision oh because so your barclays went down yeah uh, th- your previous account went down and you started to pull your money out which yep. you reckon is a wrong move and then you invested that money into into a specific company from hargreaves lansdowne yeah uh, and and you thought that that would grow those companies yeah it would i just yeah i just felt like there was more value in that company in hindsight did you make the right decision i did i well done, i really well make the right and decision i explained to everybody yeah what does that mean how did you make that decision how did you come to a decision to deciding which company you're going to look at oh it's it's a very tough process uh, so what so my process is essentially um, looking through at least 5 years of financial statements so you look through the company's brief you look through what the ceo is saying you know what plans they have for the company I'm going to write this down so okay so, so wait you're making notes yeah what you know i don't do this i don't do an i'm not an active investor oh, okay. as you remember you told me oh yeah yeah I yeah lost yeah. money yeah, 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 by did. investing in aston martin's ipo and yeah. thomas cook when yeah, it went yeah. <laughs> did, you know? yeah. so cuz i knew okay. small nuggets here and there yeah. um uh, to be honest with you i didn't know what you're saying but like it's it's a good method what i can do is and for those who really want to know what i'm going to do is i'm going to put this on uh, Uh, when I when I uh, publish this interview, um, I will, I'm gonna include a link to my website. You can go to the website, and I'm gonna make a flow chart as to how Farid invests his money. And uh, oh my God, no, don't do that. Why not? And then <laughs> and then obviously from then uh, you guys can use that flow chart. Um, and we can. I'm gonna put in timeline on there as well. Uh, so I'm committing myself to you t- so that whenever you visit the website, it's gonna give you something back. Okay. Okay, so I'm I'm just going to state that like my advice is just my opinion. So if you actually want to know more about this there are much more savvy people who have done this for years. My number one inspiration was Warren Buffet. Mm-hmm. He was he's basically he's he's like the like he's a founder of this thing called value investing, which is what I'm doing essentially. Okay. So explain to us what value investing is. Um so yeah, so value investing is is what you do so you so rather than looking at the stock price of the company you're looking at what the company has actually off has actually is actually offering like you know whether they like what products they're selling uh whether they they whether there's actually you think there's a, like a chance of it growing into this big business um so you determine all that by looking at the finance uh, you look at the financial uh, statements yeah financial statements um so you're looking what the ceo has to say okay. you're looking at uh, various ratios like one of them is pe ratio per earnings profit, uh, okay, per okay. earnings ratio yeah okay per earnings ratio okay makes sense um, so that would be in their financial statement yeah this this everything this all has to be available this it's like you can't hide these things because it's according Public. to law yeah, yeah. you have to show all these okay. earnings yeah and then uh, so you never invested in in an ipo or not ipo in a new company basically that no. just okay so, uh, so my investments so yeah my golden rule is that they have to be at least in the stock so they actually have to be on the stock exchange for at least 10 years that's my key okay. um all right yes yeah, my key uh, point obviously one of the things that i learned about uh uh investing in a specific company actively is that you buy when when the stock is low yep. versus when the stock is high yep. so buy when low okay yep. so you have you have that sort of rule as well yeah definitely okay. and obviously you can look at that by looking at the financial statement where the dip is essentially in the earnings pe yep. ratio essentially yep. and then that's when you know you you need to buy correct yeah okay you know. so so now this is the um, nail in the coffin per se how you were earning 15 to 15% in barclays now with active investing 
moving from passive from active investing how much are you what's the percentage now uh it's on average <sighs> i know it changes but oh. on average it's i couldn't i couldn't tell you but it's it's around that it's around that figure 15% yeah wow, i wow, i don't that's a surprise. it's that's weird so you're telling me that after doing all that active active work yeah, listening to the, Warren Buffet understanding value yeah. investing which is great i'm not yeah. saying to be honest with you it's a great way to invest yeah. i uh, what you're saying i didn't know it had a name called value investing yeah, it's, 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 that's that's what he looked at when he looked at coke and we looked at walmart when you yeah at, definitely so, yeah that's essentially this is what he did with berkshire hathaway if yeah. you've not heard that company oh my god like when he bought it it was nothing do you know when he became a billionaire what age do you know what age he no became? i don't it's fascinating to see i love that man 56 years of age he became a billionaire wow everybody else uh, obviously everybody's yeah. like a these days everybody's becoming a billionaire in like an instant like, yeah what's his name mark zuckerberg yeah, they were 20 23 26 26 actually yeah. uh, snapchat ceo these guys are high tech business owners yeah that guy is a lifelong you know he still drives a very yeah very car. he's very committed he's very he still has this like brick phone exactly yeah so uh, this is what i'm yeah. uh, that guy uh, um he has such a fantastic mind he's so much different yeah. to everybody else in in the whole space uh, but he's you know he, I, i think he's not number one in terms of investing i think the per- person he's number one is um, uh, the guy who made quant funds read, read up about it quant no, funds q u a n t funds okay um, i'll have a look yeah yeah i think the guy is is a mathematician basically ah. he's uh, he's the one who this is this is something interesting to you he's the one who came up with an algorithm um to to invest in markets and those that algorithm mathematically yeah. ended uh, up investing in so much so 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 much amount of money that he ended up making he ended up becoming a billionaire wow okay. so yeah. i can't remember, i think his name simon something um read up on it he's an mit he was an mit professor now he's a billionaire retired billionaire, yeah. of course okay so uh, it's really fascinating to to read about him um hopefully one day i'll have him on my podcast Um, and Warren Buffett of course Yay. so oh, let's okay. let's go cool. back to what you're saying so let me repeat yeah. so Warren Buff- you looked at Warren Buffett you looked at value investing you now whenever you're choosing a company you look at what the CEO is saying you look at the PE ratio you look at the, their financial statement you always have a golden rule that they have to be trading for about minimum of 10 years 10 years yeah um and you only buy when it's low and you yep. determine that from the from the uh, from, from just the looking at the state, yeah correct okay. yeah um and then from that you're getting 15% return yep. okay in hindsight now if i was to sh- if, I, if i was to say to you now here's certain amount of money for you now you need to invest would you actively invest it or would you passively invest it i would actively invest it still now i would still I do it. It. i, I it's, it. beautiful, it's beautiful beautiful you know the thing is it's it just it sounds really boring but it's you know it's you know it, like when you're reading like what like what a ceo is saying and saying like whether they're being optimistic it's you know and you you can try to determine like what the outlook of the company you know they this every of this information is in the financial statement so you know can i ask what companies were they uh yeah so they were one was called rws RWS Holdings okay. they're a translation service so company what, so how did you end up determining i'm going to pick RWS Holdings it was this like was just random i just i just oh, so as basically you know like if you go onto any website like if you just google footsie 100 you will just see all the yeah, companies yeah, on there yeah. so 
So I this, this, this I company was, is one of the 4300s. Yeah, they were okay, one of the This is one of the top 100 companies yeah. that are trading, the most profitable companies in the market right now. So RWS Holdings. So you yeah. looked at their randomly picked out of the 100. Yeah, you randomly just, picked this. I started looking at it. Okay, and then you became interested. So what do yeah. they do? So obviously because you do value investing, so you know what they do, right? Yeah, so they so they mainly focus on uh, translations. They provide translation services. They're doing, currently they're looking at AI. So they, you know, like the AI will pick up um, various translation documents and translate from various languages. They prefer they provide life sciences and like various which I no longer hold this company. Then I sold oh, it. Oh, you sold it? Why did yeah, you know? I sold what? it. Off. So I, that's another. So this is the buying process now. Yeah. Let's go through the so selling process. So why do you sell a company? Selling process. Talk to me. So I just felt like the value was. It, I felt like the stock was overpriced when I. So like so basically I bought this company when they were when? trading at. They were, I think it was 200 pence. Okay. And Maybe two pounds. Yeah, two pounds. And it suddenly shot up. So then it was going up to, then it went up to 600. Then I felt like it, it was starting a bit overpriced. I didn't like, it's just, it just, something felt uncomfortable. Okay, so how long did it take you to go from two to six? Um, It took, about three years. Oh wow! So you I kept think. the stock for three years, and yeah. then you sell it. Wow. Yeah, then I sold so it. So how often between this within that three years? How often are you seeing the the the? Are you logging into your Hargreaves Lansdowne app to see all this? Logging in at least twice a month. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, I was not bad. Once a day. No, okay, so it's, it's not that active. See, this this is the whole point. Like value investing is that you buy a company, mm -hmm. and then you just put it away. Okay. Don't look at it for a long time interesting that's what that's what it is okay so you don't care whether the economy is going up the stock market is going down whether it's crashing whether it's dying you just you just let it provided you're very confident in the company you bought yep you don't don't need to worry about that wow it's, it's funny though because I can take Thomas Cook to you right? because obviously it, it plummeted the stock price plummeted right and I was thinking it had a history of let's, I'm, I'm going to use this of course yeah, as an example of course, yeah. had a history of 150 years operating in the UK uh, so it had a very firm standing so it ticks two of the boxes um, this is the active investing this is the value investing I did basically yeah. I didn't but one thing one thing I say I didn't look at what CEO's statement was and I okay. was thinking well if a company has been trading for 10 years I mean 100, 100 years, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 15 times more than what yeah. the golden rule is but um, okay. and the stock price is low yeah. um, I didn't look at PE ratio and I didn't look at financial statements I think that was my fault I guess I didn't yeah. look at that it had a lot of um, overheads in the end and that's why it went bust yeah. but um, should I have bought that or not okay this one, I know the answer uh, like, one what would you have done that it's, time I would have so like what one thing I read was that do not invest in any airline companies Where whatsoever. are you reading all this? Because I want to learn. Oh, uh, so, right. So, it's so it's one of the first books I bought was... I Can I give you the name later? I can't remember it. Oh, come on. All right. Who, I can, who, I will, who, who wrote it? It's So, it was basically like... Um, it's actually a very simplified, simplified version of how you need to read a financial statement. Is it for investing for dummies or something? No. It okay. was written... Oh, I can't remember. Oh, I'll, I'll get you the name. Okay, I'll get you the fine, name. Fine, fine. So, it's... That it's a really good book because it just breaks down the simplest of things to you. So, okay, my background is I'm not good in math. I'm not good in finance. I have no background. You're an Indian who's not good at math. Yeah, I. Are you kidding? I am the first Indian. Trust me, I am the first Indian. Right. Like, I don't believe that at all. No, I I, I'm shit at math. I'm sorry. Do no, it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. Sorry. Okay. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't. I don't do maths. Me and maths are enemies. Right. Like, <gasps> like math will maths. stand over there somewhere. Wow. Yeah. So, so basically, so obviously, I had to like. I had to start from the very scratch, so this is why I bought this book. Uh, 
So it was just showing me like what this ratio means, what that ratio means, how do you calculate that? It's it's a very it's a very good book. I'll pass it on to you. Please. And one of I the notes on the website. Yeah, and one of the notes. So one of the uh, comments was that like Warren Buffett does not invest in airline com- airline companies mm. because just how competitive they are, how much they have to. It's the profit margin is very tight. It's very 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 tight. They don't. They barely make any money. Like any airline you pick, like just don't. They hardly make money, and they have tons of debt. They can't even pay off. I like realize, yeah, with, and with with, with um, uh, Thomas Cook, that's what I do. And it's 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 the same with uh, car industry. They don't. They their debt is huge, man. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Like interesting. Yeah, okay. it's it's just they were just like little notes in there. That's why you would not recommend Tesla then. Because that's why I said to you, I'm interested in Tesla. Yeah. Turn around and said to me, no. They, they Even very, revolutionary. It's it's very volatile, man. But you, in the end, you just got to read the financial statements. statements. You just got to, because that will tell you the truth. Essentially, that will tell you whether you, you know, I mean, the thing is, right? Like, they could just keep, you know, getting debt. Off. They can just keep getting loans and loans. You know what I've learned from you? Yeah. Talking to you right now. What? This is fascinating because I've just had an epiphany. I won't, would you call it epiphany? I guess I'll call oh. it epiphany. Yeah. But guess what? I've realized RWS Holding actually does not have one specific thing that they do. They're they're buying certain things. They're yeah. holding it. Yeah. Those companies that they buy, they are the ones who are profiting. That's what is growing their portfolio. Does that make sense? Yeah. So and more people invest in that holding business. More companies they hold that that they do the work on. Yeah. They realize that this company has potential. More yeah. they grow. So yeah. if you're more specific. Yeah. Whereas when it comes to car industry, we'll only invest in cars. Airline industry will only invest in airlines. And you know that will go down because it's one trick pony. You know, eventually it will have to go down because there'll be competition. These guys are, if, if look, yeah. if, they, if one of their companies, holding companies, RWS, one of their companies, AI company, goes bust or doesn't do anything, yes, stock price will go down, but, but they'll yeah, end yeah. up buying another company that, will be, that yeah. will be doing better. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, this is an, a very astute observation from your perspective that I've learned. Okay. So thank cool. you for that. No I realize from my mistake and from what you've done and what okay. your portfolio has grown into. I mean, um, yeah, it's yeah, that's one observation. Just the other thing as well. It's so when you invest in a company, the one thing you got to look at is debt. Yep. Whether they can pay that, it off or not. Wouldn't that be where would the Indian financial statement? Yeah, that would all. Everything is in financial statements. Course, everything else. Okay, fine. So one thing, obviously, I need to learn how yeah. to do is because uh, I get I'm not I'm a I'm a data driven guy, but uh, when I read a financial statement, it's very hard for me to pinpoint something directly. Like that's where it is, and I I know what I'm what it's doing. Yeah. Um, I can look at graphs of you. I can interpret graphs of you. Know, I'm I. Thank to the Lord that I can figure out what, uh, uh, my math skills are good. Yeah. I've had A's stars in my math, so yeah. it, I, don't have, I don't worry about that too much, but I, I just feel like uh, it, looking at database specifically, mm. not the graphs part, the database, numbers, individual numbers, yeah, kinda, yeah. I kind of feel like this is a bit too much. So one time it was 23,689, yeah. now it's 23,433. Yeah. Is that high? Is that low? You know, yeah, so, you know, yeah, I, get I, that. I, don't, I don't like that at all. Um, so yeah. thanks for that. That was no, very, very helpful. Cool. Um, nice. Moving forward. So when you, so at sixth year, you said uh, you just thought you in your head uh, in the sixth year in holding RWS yeah. uh, holdings, you decided to sell it uh, after three years from yeah. going from the second to the going from two pence, sorry, yeah, uh, to six pence. Correct. Uh, you decided that you're gonna. Yeah, sell it. I was done with it. Yeah. 
Okay, and and you made that decision because you thought that it was an overinflated price. Yeah, it was. I just felt like they were just going to crash. I In just... hindsight, was that a right decision to make? Mm, no. Ooh. So they no actually no no really no I'm either right or wrong because oh, they still right or wrong. Like no because they they still at that that stock price they haven't actually budged so they keep like it it keeps going to six seventy then it drops six twenty then it goes six thirty so you did look at it afterwards okay. yeah I did look What's at it operating it now then last time you checked what was it operating at I didn't check been checked for a week just do I it just now might as well check. one moment while I Google things as I said before. Yeah, I'm nothing without Google. It's fine, indeed, indeed. Apparently, I can become what you are mm, now. Yeah. Going to Google, which is fascinating. Just. Oh, six twenty. Six twenty. Mm, okay. So yeah. when did you sell it? Recently? Uh, Recently? yeah, it's few months back now. Few months back. Yeah. So why do you think that you made a mistake then? I don't understand because it's still st- stock. No, I just steady. yeah, I know, but I just thought they would crash. I just thought they would go down. Like, but they just didn't, and I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, oh man. Stuck to it. <laughs> no, I'm just oh, no, 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 I'm kidding. No, I just, I just thought they were. I just felt like they were due for a crash, for a like price correction. That's what you call it. when like a market goes down. So my question called, would be, uh, because it's such a strong company in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just keep your money in, even if it goes down? Eventually, it will go up, back up again. So I don't yeah. Why it, would you pull your money out after three years? It's just the the earnings and stuff didn't match. Like I just thought uh, they were. So you did look at. So yeah, I did. No, no. Yeah, so, so I did reassess. Yeah, the financial statement. Yeah, I did look at it again, and I just okay. thought they would crash. That's a great point. Thank yeah. you very much. I'm putting that down. Financial statement. So you reassess financial statement. T- t- talk to me about this. Um, uh, when you look at the financial statement, right? Mm. Uh, how often are you doing that then? So every year you look at a financial statement, for example. Or you, how often are you supposed to? When you're going to sell a company, you decide. You know what? It's, pr- it's the price looks very overinflated. So you're, it's there's no really like it just depends on what what you're feeling in the end. So okay. but you, but it's good to always come back and look at your companies, and just see you know if there's something's been introduced that like there's a new factor that's been introduced that would cause the that would you know that you would think that the company might crash or interesting. So it's just you know obviously like it it's just it just depends on everyone in the end. Wow. Okay. So yeah. okay. Okay. That's a that's a very. Um, Simplified way of dealing with things, uh, so you and so you realized when you look at the f- look looked at the financial statement, it yeah. did not look like what it looked like two no, years ago. Correct. Yeah. And you were like, okay, this looks like. Did it, did you look at what the CEO was saying at that time, or did you not bother? No, I just what it was. I just looked at the earnings again. Okay. And it just I didn't. My question it. would be. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Go on. What would you would you buy this company again? Are you considering it? Not yet. Interesting. Not yet, but in the future, might I might do. It's not like I'm not like shut things down completely. Okay. You know, it's not like. Uh, so yeah. when you're saying it's going from two to six, right? Yeah. What's the profit you made from a percentage perspective? If you don't mind me asking, is it a hard question to answer? You don't want to answer. You don't want to give that nugget away. Oh. It's all good, man. You all, come on. No, no. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't even tell you. I didn't even ask you how much you invested. So yeah. No. Okay. So. Percentage. Okay. So I made like thirty percent in that. That's nothing, man. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. I, I know. I'm not saying that it's nothing. Yeah, it's thirty percent return. Yeah, I, I still. Yeah, but yeah, it's like I still made some money out of it. I think I was quite it's pleased with that. Yeah, exactly. Well done. Well, so w- w- were you investing three hundred quid a month for three years, for a, f- every single month, or were you just you just took lump sum and you just invested? No, you just you just invest you just invest lump sums. You okay. Know. Okay. So it um, wasn't like a repeated investing. No, no, no. Okay. So so my general is what I do is I take some money and I put it into my stock account. Okay. 
and then I just wait for it to grow a bit. And then when it's enough, then I think, oh, maybe it's, maybe I can look at a company and I can put oh, that money oh, in. Okay, as a lump sum, and just leave it there. Yeah, or or you can even or if or generally if you're just doing if you're going to invest in a tracker fund, then you just do like yep. every month. Yep, I do. I do compound investing. Yeah, exactly. Saying. Yeah. But, so you just. But if I tell you how much I've grown, yeah, it's actually more than you, and I've done it passively. Cool. And I think you and I have talked about this. Yeah, we have. Yeah. I, yeah. So I have something called an ISA account, and you, I, I know what you guys know. Do you, you have an yeah, like stocks, stocks, stocks and share ISA? Is that what it is for you? Yeah, I had that. Yeah. So I have yeah. a lifetime ISA, cool. which cool. so I it's the account, but it actually invests uh, into the stock exchange, which okay. is weird. So it's not direct stocks and share ISA. Okay. It's a lifetime ISA, which means that it's capped at four grand a month a year. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I'm investing three hundred pounds a month. Oh, that's cool. That's repeatedly really on compound. You know how much has grown? If I tell you, you're going to kill me. A lot, I, I assume. 39%. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. Oh, that's cool. That's really I know, good. I know. So 39% means that if I had, imagine this, buddy. This is this is amazing. Yeah. If I have 100K sitting in there, and I'm uh, I have yeah. 40 grand on top of that. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. 40,000 pounds on top of 100,000 pounds. Okay. If that's I have 100,000 pounds sitting in, by the way, I'm not saying yeah. that. <laughs> no, so, that's amazing. But like, that's cool. exactly. So, I mean, it's it, it boggles my mind how much people do not like invest. And my money is that's passively. Being yeah, invested. it's just, you're not even doing and it. And I'll tell you the fund that you need to invest into. That's the one that I invest into. It's called Vanguard. So the uh, you use yeah. the tracker fund. I I use the Vanguard fund. Yeah. Uh, Vanguard really helps m- grow my money, and we'll yeah. talk about that. If you want to talk about, if you want to know more about that, just drop me a uh, a text or email me uh, at uh, vitaleducator at gmail and I will let you know uh, what I do. Or if you have any questions on it, I'm more than happy to do a separate podcast on investing. Cool. So yeah, wow. It's fascinating to see. So you're saying, so you're, right now you're investing three hundred pounds a month. Yeah. Um, in, in so you just save that up and then you dump a lump sum. Yeah. Uh, and then you let that grow and then you take your money out. Yeah. What do you do with that money then? You I just, just invest it into another account. No, I just put it into another. I don't take it off unless I need it. Dude, financially. When are you gonna enjoy your money? Stop. Lo- lo- money is a tool for you to do things. Okay. <laughs> so what are you doing with your money? I. What are you gonna do? It's, it's also fun. Let's talk about fun. Oh, uh, right. It's okay. Supposed to al- is al- so it's supposed to allow you to live your life lavishly. I presume. Yeah. So, right? Okay. I'm not saying. I, I'm not saying be lavish. I'm just saying like hopefully. Um, you what have you looked at dividend investing? You know what dividend investing is? It's just it's, they pay you. They pay you money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. why don't you, why didn't you look into that? Like, uh, what's the point of you just using that money into keep on ter- carrying carrying on? Investing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like for now, I'm just I'm just thinking of growing my money. So what I does guess. what does uh, so so you're in growth mode, which is which is beautiful. Yeah. Um. So when when you want to take a holiday and stuff, what do you do? Do you go into the investment fund or do you in, go into your salary and you like okay? No, I no I go into my salary. Okay. Uh, like luckily I don't have to go Worry into my yeah okay. so I think yeah so currently I just go into my so I have my stock account then I have my savings account then my salary account okay so like I just try to go into my salary account if not I go into my savings account but so far I didn't have to touch my stock account just yet okay so when so you when you go into your salary account in that month say yeah, you want to travel it's lavishly somewhere yeah right do you worry about giving um do you worry about not putting 300 pound a month into the investment account or do you are you are you comfortably putting in are you always it's like a tax that you always put money away 
that 300 pound has to come even if you have to enjoy your day or not or, or is it uh, like this month i'm not going to do it um i think now yeah i probably have to uh, oh. i probably have to be like okay fine probably this month i'm not going to do it i'm just going to how did you become me. this sort of person that you are today like how did you come to this point where you're like i i'm sorry for the reality check by the way why yeah. did you why did you become the person that you are today like uh, in terms of money just family just seeing my dad i guess just wow. seeing that like you know my dad never spent anything really like he would yeah he would go on he's what a great guy yeah wow. he like he would go on holidays and stuff but like he you know like he spent every of his money towards us so it's like i don't know i think it just i just got that to do from i guess so fair enough i yeah. love it i love it okay. yeah but yeah but like you say i need to enjoy more of my money but maybe of course yeah. um, now that you have a wife i'm sure she'll enjoy it <laughs> oh yeah she will enjoy yeah, it for yeah. me yeah so so i hopefully and of course he will allow you to kind of not worry about that yeah, too much yeah anyway. hopefully yeah fantastic i mean i i i love to see the fact that things are working out from a financial perspective and from a career perspective yeah. in your life i think it's a good time for us to um wrap everything up hey. i really appreciate you coming to this coming to us um and uh talking to us so extensively about this there's so much i've learned from you uh, and uh yeah. when i post this of course i'll i'll put a link uh, up um that will have your financial freed financial plan for life oh uh, god yeah Thank just you so much yeah. and I, I, honestly i really appreciate you um giving us your time and uh obviously if you have any questions that you want to ask for you just uh if i have loads of them i probably will call him back again and then we can do this again of course uh okay yeah Thank i mean so yeah yeah just i mean just want to make sure that like if like for any like stock market analysis and stuff i think you you've you got so many books to base it on like probably yeah, mind me one name though <laughs> i okay so the one book i did, did read was okay. called the intelligent the intelligent investor by who do you know uh, no no oh by benjamin graham he was Amazing. warren buffet's mentor ooh ben he ben so his books are very hard to read because they're written in a very old style so you but you also get interpretation of his books and stuff yeah okay but. thank you so much thank yeah, you thank no you for coming all right uh, thank you guys. thank you so much um i just want to say that of course that i also have a platform where you can get people like freed uh, savvy people that i have um as your mentors as your coaches as your tutors so i would just say that just go on to, on to my website um www.vitaleducators.com uh put in your postcode of wherever you live and you'll be able to find those people living around in in around your area and uh you'll be able to obviously interact with them and uh for obviously a certain fee and they'll be able to help you out as much as they possibly can uh into your growth in any sort of life and uh, from studies to careers to finance to anything um So thank you so much for listening to the podcast and uh, always chase excellence and accomplish more. This was Vital Educators podcast by Ahmed Sakhi. Hope you enjoyed. Please follow or subscribe for more content every week.